Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about collectibles and other things. Comic Con. Comic Con. And our thoughts on the Destiny 2 beta. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, are, um, we talked about that last week, so we won't dwell on it. We but. won't dwell on it a ton. But, uh, but so, Chris, what have you been up to this week? Obviously, the, well, uh, the Destiny beta. Yep, that's what I'm going to talk about, John. Okay. I'm Dive glad, in, I'm man. glad you asked me. Um, yes, so Destiny 2 beta. Uh, we, uh, did you get a, get a jump, jump into the farm at all, the social space? I did not. Mm. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was only available during a certain period of time. It was an hour. Yeah. See, I was Sunday. not even not even in near my box for that hour. Yeah. Um, so I jumped in for about I don't know. I would say twenty minutes, something like that. Like there, there was nothing to see other than the actual space. There's no vendors there. Um, uh, like I think like so some areas like what's interesting is some areas were blocked off. Like there's an invisible wall, which I don't like. I don't know if there will be an invisible wall there in the actual game. I would hope not. Um, there was another section where, like, if you jumped out of it, you went out of bounds. Yeah, so where... I feel like that's how they would handle, like, an invisible wall situation. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really know, but, like, uh, the interesting things. Yeah. Well, well, number one, soccer's back. Yeah. In in a bigger way. There's yeah, actual but, like, goals, and you can play games that so like, score. Does it keep score? It keeps score for you. That's awesome. Um so How the, does the soccer feel, though? Is it like, you know, are we talking like FIFA level? Or are we no, talking like no. floaty destiny? <laughs> um, and so... is the, the question, is the big purple ball back? Because the big purple ball no. in the tower was one of my fave things. Big purple ball is gone. Ah. Um, actually, I heard somewhere, I read something online that it, it's that someone found it, like, deflated somewhere in the, the beta. I don't know if that's true, but... That would be really funny if it was just in the tower, like, yeah. in that tower level, like, <laughs> just deflated on the ground. It, it might be. It's like, It'd ah, be. the cabal came and uh, popped your ball. Awesome. Those jerks. Yeah, it's like, all right, we gotta take revenge. Gary. Uh, so the... Uh, uh, the social space was pretty cool. The interesting thing to me is not like what you do in the social space, okay, but what is outside of the social social, social space. Like, as in, like what you see off in the distance. Yes. Okay. What do you see off in the distance? Talk to me. You want to know? I do want to know. Well, it looks like you see off in the distance is a crumbled and broken piece of the traveler. Really? Okay. With some cabal camped out underneath it. Okay. So like, how does that happen? Like, is that did that was that something that happened earlier? Because like the whole bottom portion of the uh, of the traveler is kind of like broken and stuff like that. Uh, no, it looks like, the, it looks the, like the whole traveler has been destroyed. Okay, that's uh, that's hard. That's yeah. that's that's not could super be wrong, fun. but that's what it looked like. Um, so yeah, uh, I liked that. Uh, we played a lot more uh, multiplayer. I tried to. Uh, I started and tried out the other exotic weapons. So the the Titan, um, that's right, machine gun, and the uh, the Warlock, uh, what was that? Submachine gun. Submachine gun. Yes, the submachine gun. I'm still not quite sure how I feel about submachine guns in Destiny 2. Really? Um, they're just they're just way too wild right now. Like I hope they like kind of they either give you the ability to improve the handling on them mm. or um, 
some or they they just kind of tone it down because they're just all over the place. Yeah, like it's impossible to get headshots. Yeah, like it's literally just like if you're up close next to somebody, you can just like spray them with bullets. That's really the only only good time to use those yeah and like so in in the like pve so whenever i was playing through like the story missions and the and the that sort of thing like i found them way more useful because like whenever you would get overwhelmed you would just like flip to it and then hip fire everybody but like yeah you're right like from any any distance it's impossible to get like critical headshots yeah. or anything so the, uh, the the titan machine gun exotic however was amazing yes and if you can chain that machine gun which i love i love the fact like and I, they didn't i feel like okay can i just this is a bit of criticism for for the game. They really thought out the way that they presented the Titan. But then I feel like because like, you know, we talked about some of the hunters like weaknesses last time. And then but like the Titan weapon, whenever they give you this machine gun that has 90 some odd shots in it. Yeah. And then one of its abilities is you put up a, a like a, a waist high wall. And then whenever you crouch behind the waist high wall, it automatically reloads your weapon. Yeah. Like that gun with that ability is so powerful and so yeah. much fun to, to like do. I just wish they had put that like level of like detail and thought into the like weapons for the hunter and for the warlock as well. Cause like neither of them really like neither of their weapons felt like there was that type of a puzzle piece that you put together. Yeah. Agreed. And I, and I hope like maybe they just haven't shown us that. Yeah. You don't want to show all your cards in the first in hand. the beta. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, had a lot of fun with it. Super glad I got to play it. Um, can't wait for the game to come out. Yeah, dude. I uh, I played a few more like PvP matches um, and had a blast with it. Like uh, very much in, enjoy what's going on there. I, hopefully, like I don't know if it's just because of the beta, but like sometimes I would just sweep people. Yeah. And I feel like that's probably just because it's the first match they've ever played or whatever. So you know, we'll see whenever the game finally comes out. But at this point, like I'm super positive on the uh, the like player versus player uh, yeah. side of it. So. That's awesome. What else have you been up to? Anything else? Not really, man. I so got, got a new cat on Saturday, so it's been a lot of time doing that. You were telling me a lot about the the the, the cat situation. Uh, yeah. I feel like you should tell the listeners some of the cat cat details. Uh, got a huge cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So uh, um, someone was getting rid of a cat, so we we took it in. It is about a year old, um, just over a year old, so just a little bit older than Boomer, and so. Uh, Brought it in the house. It's gotten comfortable the last couple of days. You know, it's like nice and cuddly, and it's super sweet. Likes to kiss you and sleep on you. Um, and then uh, last night we got some baby gates and uh, let Boomer and Gizmo is the name interact through the baby gate. And so they would like put their paws through, and then the other one would try to hit it. And they like it's kind of this game of like whack a mole kind of. Yeah, because it was a slow like you you integrated the the new cat yeah, very slowly, slowly, very slowly. Yeah, so it's like, oh, well, you're in the same like house with each other, yeah. but it's not like you're not in and, the same room. And we did with the whole each thing other. where like we moved their their food closer and closer to the door where they that separated them so they could smell each other while they ate. Yep, um, that type of thing. Um, and so then today, um, we were just going to keep them like separated still, uh, but Gizmo had other plans and decided to climb up the baby gates and jump over, and uh, now they're friends. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, so, uh, spent a lot of time doing that. And then what was... Uh, You've been practicing for the Battle of the Bands. We haven't talked no, about the Battle no, of the Bands <laughs> in a long time on this podcast. Have we talked about it at all? Uh, I think, like, way back in the day, like, whenever you were first, like, starting your practices... Oh, yeah, you're right. You then uh, talked about it a little bit. So, um, at work, we do a Battle of the Bands every summer. Uh, this year, 
me and a group of guys decided to start a pop punk band because it's the kind of music that we love. And uh, if we were going to play in a band, I was like, if I want to play in a, in a band, that's what I want to play. Um, and uh, we sat down at our first meeting and we were like, all right, we know we're not going to win. Yeah. We're just going to do it for fun. Go out first round. It'll be awesome. We're going to rock some people's faces off. Yeah. Have a ton of fun. Yeah. And uh, and be done. So first round approaches. You're practicing like crazy. You're having a lot first of fun. First round approaches, having a lot of fun. We were learning a lot of songs. Just, you know, we were like, well, well you know, what if we do go to another round, you know, whatever. Came to the first round, rocked everyone's faces off, won, the, <laughs> won round one. Whoop, 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 whoop. Straight to the finals. It's awesome, dude. So finals is tomorrow, Friday. Yeah. Um, you, you and Catherine are coming. Yeah. Whenever you listen to this podcast, like it'll be with, like, if you listen on Friday, it'll be within hours yeah. of you, uh, you performing and yeah. I'll be, I'll be like amped. Like yep. I'm very excited right now, man. Should, I'm going to, should I expose our set list or do you want to be surprised? <sighs> no, I want to be completely surprised. Okay. Like I want to go in, go in completely not knowing anything. We'll have a recap next okay. week on the show. Our set list for the first, for a first round, um, came out to sweetness by Jimmy Eat world. Oh my gosh. One of my faves went into a, uh, a mashup of. Uh, Fallout Boys, Sugar, we're going down. Another another fave and um, uh, newfound glory is my friends over you. It's an amazing song. Then went into um, uh, kind of a smash up of Blink One Eighty Two, all the small things, That's right? And everything I do, I do it for you by yep. Brian Adams, which is such a crazy combo that it that it worked out and great. it was amazing. Yeah. So uh, we are pulling out, I think, equally fun stops this time. I'm excited, man. Um, and we're going to do our best to, to win this thing. So, uh, everyone come back next week Yeah, and get a recap. Yes. Find out if you, uh, if you won it all. Hopefully. What do you get if you win it all? I think each person gets like 250 bucks. Oh my gosh. Uh, plus there's a giant trophy that's about four feet tall. Okay. Um, and so not like Stanley cup style, but no. it's still pretty substantial. Exactly. And you get to play a, uh, a rooftop show downtown Nashville. Oh my goodness. So, so if that happens, it's not over if we win. Yeah. If that happens, <laughs> like, do we, uh, you know, potentially listeners, you know, well, <laughs> there's only a limited amount of tickets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I figured. So yeah. yeah. And you guys have multiple people in your bands too. It's right, not just, right. you know, not just you. So that's awesome, dude. I'm su- super excited. Yeah, me too. Um, so this week, I've been like super busy like with, with work and things like that, but I did want to do some wrap-up from the last few weeks. We've been doing a lot of movie reviews, mm. and uh, whenever we do movie reviews, a lot of times like there isn't a ton of time early to be like, oh, man, you know, what is the exhaustive kind of thing that you've been doing right. uh, you know, entertainment-wise? So um, this is kind of like the wrap-up of the last few weeks. Right. First thing, Chris, I finished Ori and the Blind Forest. Nice, dude. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Did you 100% it? The one thing... Yes, I did, sort of. I didn't do all the achievements, though. I 100% it, okay. though. Okay, yeah. Um, the one thing, though, that I will say... The DLC area, so the areas that they released after the the main uh-huh, game came uh-huh. out, like that introduced these awesome abilities, right? Yeah. I didn't get there until after I finished the game. Oh, John. So, because like the first time I went there, it told me I didn't have like, oh, you're, you're not going to be able to survive. Like you don't have mm-hmm. everything you need to go into here. And I completely forgot that that place even existed. Yeah. And then before I went into the final like uh, dungeon, final area, like it doesn't warn you, hey, this is, this is it. 
Yeah. And so like, I was just kind of like going, going along, like doing my thing, thinking, Oh, eventually I'll make it back to that, that, that dark hallway and that statue or whatever. Never did finished. Like got to the final boss, finished the final boss. And I'm like, wait a second. I still have two, two abilities I haven't gotten. <laughs> and so I went back and, uh, and got those abilities and, uh, and those are some of the coolest areas in the game. Yeah. Um, because they were like even from a theming perspective like they were very like different um so i will say like that was my only thing is that they didn't make me go get those before i finished the game because i feel like i would have i would have benefited from having that and like it would have been more fun to face the final thing yeah with those abilities i think it's i mean it's a it's um it's definitely a tough decision because it's like on the one hand you can complete the game without it. Yeah. You know, and, but then on the other hand, yeah, like you'd love to pe- force people down there. And and, it, and honestly, those those abilities do make the, the end like level easier. That's why I went down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I want to, I I knew that that, that was the end. Like I, I like cause from the story, I was like, this is going to be the end. Yeah. I'm going to go down there and finish all that out. Gotcha. First. And then continue on. Kind of from the storyline perspective, like you're oh you're opening up these different trees or you're like these different areas, yeah, right? Yeah. And so what I assumed was like we still had one more. Like as in like you had uh-huh. the like you oh you brought back the power of water, now you bring back the power of wind, now you bring back the power of uh you know, whatever this was. And then I would go back to the main tree and like do that one. Like that was my uh-huh. assumption, or like go to the final boss or whatever, like yeah. you know. And uh that's not at all what happened. No, like it no. just like goes right into it. Yeah. So um, anyway, but that was my literally my only criticism. Like was that I wasn't forced to go down there. Like literally, I could have just finished like quit the game at that yeah. point, and I never would have experienced some of the best kind of areas. Which is kind of you know that's kind of how DLC works. That's it's just, true. It's just different in this kind of game. That's true. Um, where it doesn't like it introduces story stuff, but it doesn't really feel like an epilogue of any kind. You right. Know? It's, it's kind of like why are we still curing this? Um, this forest, if we've already cured it, you know. Well, yeah, and if we've already cured the 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 like the main section of it, wouldn't that mean that this should also be like you know just yeah. go ahead and cure everything, you yeah. know? Uh, so, give me all the powers. Uh, but but that being said, yes, like so the thing I loved about Ori is just the variety in those different areas. Agreed. There were a couple of areas where I'm kind of like, okay, you know, whatever. Like I'm I could take it or leave it. It was still really fun. Yeah, I liked like the. I forget what's part of it, the wind section where, like, the whole thing changes the entire time. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, the part down, like... Oh, uh, you mean, like, the Lost Forest? Lost like where Forest, the, yeah. yeah. There was the... Um, the was, is, it the, is it the wind whenever you, like, you're playing with the gravity a lot? Like, and what side of, like, thing you're on depends I, on which way you fall. I don't think it's the wind one. I think it's the one after the wind one. Um, or maybe it was the wind one. I don't know. I don't remember. Because there's, like, an ice one as no, well. No, I think no, that's there's... definitely the wind one because okay. you, you were able to... Fly up so there, like blow up in the yeah okay, yeah because like the the one with the gravity stuff is there's like nuts. several steps to like the wind thing right you know you have to go in the lost forest and you do this other thing right turns the wind on. Then I love so like one of my favorite things with that last area is like you know there's all this fire stuff and there's like enemies that are shooting things at you right yeah. the whole time but you have to use those yeah. projectiles in order to like actually platform nuts, off of man. them yeah and like I loved that idea where I'm like man this is nuts so I just chain together all of these different things and it, like at a cer- certain point like you can uh, you can dash and it'll send you one direction and whatever projectile the other direction Yeah. and if you accidentally shoot it right back at the person that fired it at you it'll destroy them immediately and so, so that was a challenge because it's like, well, well I want to shoot this thing, have to. but I don't want to, I don't want to take out the person that shot it necessarily. Yeah. So, um, cause like it starts off whenever you first learn that ability, like you are using it to take out those people, mm-hmm. but 
by the end of the game, it's like, I don't want to take out that person. I'm using those projectiles. So yeah. The thing um, I like about Ori as well is like, it doesn't really hold your hand and it doesn't have to, like you yeah. kind of get the hang of it as you go. Like, you know, even the, th- the part where I'm describing where like you have to destroy these guys and shoot their stuff back at them. You do it once and it does yeah. the thing. And then you have to do it to like 20 enemies. And it's like, right. okay, right. I just did this. I get it. You know, it, it really ramps up like gradually as well. Like where, yeah, I think I took a pretty big break, like a week in between like the first kind of tree, the first like mm-hmm. area and then the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think I could have taken that big of a break anywhere else within the uh, the thing. Cause like the learned things that the thing, the skills that you learn to platform from these things to another, yeah. like you kind of just have to have them <laughs> in your brain. Like if I were to go back right now, I'm not entirely sure how good I would be at it. So mm-hmm. Um, it's a challenge. Yeah, seriously. So the uh, another thing that I've been doing, I actually watched. Uh, this was probably a month ago. At this point, but we finished uh, watching Flash, the last season of oh, nice. Flash yeah. on CW. Really good, man. I uh, I really did. I've I've attempted to watch Arrow a couple of times. This yeah. and it's just not. I I don't know, man. It's just not it's coming not together for me. Yeah. I actually watched Legends of Tomorrow, which the first season was horrible. Yeah. Um, or I didn't like the first season almost at all. Um. <laughs> and uh, I actually like the season two. Season two has been really weird. Like they really they used to do. They turned the ship on that one. A flash really and arrow weird. and this podcast every single week, dude. That was so wild. That was insane, dude. I we would be up so late was all it, the time. I feel like like I don't even know how we had time to do that. Uh, I don't either. That's because we would watch it too. Like yeah. we would watch the episodes, then podcast. It was a simpler time. <laughs> it was. I don't know if it was simpler. <laughs> it was just less sleep. Um, but yeah, dude, the, uh, the Legends of Tomorrow was super fun. Like the way that they turned that one around, it was so weird to me because like the first season it was bogged down by like new characters and new characters that I didn't like that you didn't like and all of those things. But like this season, they took out all the characters where that, that I was questionable about, introduced a couple of new really solid ones and uh, and basically went insane with it. There is a, a moment. So this is the the pitch for it. There's an episode in there. Where you go, they go back in time to the Civil War, and there's zombies. Oh my gosh! And so they, yeah. So the, uh, oh no, it was the American Revolution or something like that. Yeah, one of them. Anyway, they go back in time. And there's like zombies, and so like they're doing really ridiculous things with that show. Wow. Um, J.R.R. Tolkien is featured in in, uh, in one of the episodes. Anyway, so. <laughs> Definitely a uh, a really ridiculous fun show. So nice. I've I've caught up on both of those. Um, let me see the uh, destiny. Hmm? Did hmm. I talk about the destiny shirt on this podcast no. before? No. How I, I have finished the book in Destiny One. Is that, isn't it? Is it up now? Or no? Sometimes September. Is it just so it ends? Like you have to order your shirt by the end of this month. By the you, end you of need July. To do it right now. Have yeah, you yeah, ordered it. I haven't ordered it because I have to decide like between a medium and a large. And I feel like because like I I just was order two. I was. Yeah, I don't think you can. You have a oh, one time use John. code, man. It's like you got to get it right. And the like in order to. Uh, I'm also gonna have it like. They have a spot for you to put your gamer tag in there, but I'm yeah. gonna put "Stay on Target" in there nice. instead. Just that in there. Anyway, so it'll awesome. be on like the sleeve. It'll be awesome. That's anyway, cool. so like I want to make sure it's the right size to wear, but it's like I have no idea what the sizing is on these things. Because um, like I look online, and some people are like, "Oh, they run big," and some people are like, "Oh, they run small." Just and I'm like, "Air ah. on the side of caution, get something big." That's kind of what I was thinking. Was like, just you know, oh, well, if at the very least, if I get a large, because the I was gonna do the medium, right? I was yeah. But then last week we showed up to uh, to go to Dunkirk, right? Yeah. And they had free T-shirts that yeah. they were giving out, and 
the medium was like tiny. It was like I mean, a small. That's not indicative of every t-shirt, though. That's true. But then the pop boxes, like the very first pop box that I got was a, was too small, and it was a medium. Mm-hmm. But then the next one was a medium it's as well. Too big. It was it was too big. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh my gosh, what what in the world? Yeah. So like, I feel like I'm just gonna. It's a crapshoot. I'm probably just gonna pick large just to be safe. And it's like, well, if I'm if I end up wearing a tent, it's like at least it's a tent that is uh, <laughs> that is uh, awesome, you know? It's a it's a destiny tent. I like that. Um. So, but yeah, that that was uh, that was one of those achievements that whenever I finally finish it up, I feel like I'm just done with that game now. <laughs> like I haven't had much of a desire to go back. All right. Um. But yeah, so Destiny Two comes out soon, and I'm counting down the days, man. Counting down the days. That's what I've been up to cool. the last few weeks. That's awesome. So, Chris. Yeah. We've got a listener question about some collectibles. Yeah. But we've got to go into the news. The news, news, Chris. The news. So where do you want to start, man? I said we'd start with Comic-Con. That's all we really have, isn't it? Comic-Con. We have one other thing other than Comic-Con. Well, let's start with that then. Okay, so so the SNES Classic from Nintendo. Okay. So story is that there have been pre-orders. Well, for, or some pre-orders like last week sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I think it was last week. Yeah, they put up some pre-orders for uh, for it, and like it was live for a really long time, and people were pre-ordering, pre-ordering, pre-ordering. Turns out, all of that was just lies. Well, <laughs> this is what I think happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they refunded the money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they refunded the money, and they emailed everyone and said, hey, we've canceled your pre-order. Yeah. This is what I think happened. Um, I think Walmart found out from Nintendo how many units they're going to get. And went ahead and um, put the pre-sale up because, like, what they mm. said, what they ended up, how they ended up saying it was um, something about uh, we had a computer glitch which inadvertently made the item available for pre-order before the release date. Ah, to me that means they didn't word it and say made the pre-order available early or yeah. anything like that made the item available before release date, which means to me, indicates to me, that Nintendo is going to do what they did with the NES Classic and have no pre-orders. Retailers just get what they get, and on uh, the release day, yeah. you've got to find one. <laughs> it's like, go out and get one physically, you know? Yeah. So Interesting. That's, what I, that's my take on the situation. Interesting. I mean, like, I, I, that's a... That's a that's is, the best case scenario, I would say. Which is it's frustrating. Like, yeah, it is. You know, but it's like the best case scenario because like a lot of people got them. Like the worst case scenario would be that like they just somebody accidentally pushed a button and it's like, oh, here's just pre-orders are live for this. I thing. mean, either way that you know, either way it sucks. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, like it sounds like. Yeah. I bet you they got a lot of pre-order. Like they knew how. Or sorry, they knew how many how much inventory they're going to get. How many units? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, let's uh, oh, go, go ahead and put them live like every other product. But no, let's you know not. Right. So something about the the SNES Classic that I was wondering, Chris. Nintendo just has a weird relationship with retailers. <sighs> they do always. They do. Um, but. The SNES Classic, we've talked about how before, like, oh, it's going to be like the NES Classic, where it's, oh, it sells out, or yeah. it's like, it's really, really hard to find, yeah. they don't make enough, that sort of thing. My question for you is, if they were, like, collectors, I mean, you know how, like, records, like, vinyls, will do, uh, will do like, numbered units, and it's like, oh, there's only a certain number of yeah. them, like, would it, would it have, like, would it go over better? If they did something like that, we're like, okay, this is a collector's item. There's only, we're only going to manufacture X number. It's going to be a numbered item and you get what you get. I think if that's the case, then yes. Like communicate that on the front end, like with the NES classic. Yeah. Like no one knew that that was going to be a limited release. Yeah. Everyone just knew that you couldn't find one. That's true. You know? And, and so 
if they had just like from day one said, "Hey, we're making ten thousand of these, and that's it." Yeah. Okay, that sets our expectations for this is going to go away. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to get. I might, you know, like I'll make sure I find one, Mm -hmm. you know, and not like because I always thought like, well, I'll just buy one eventually. Yeah, I'll get it later. So, but that being said, they've said that like this is going to have more more units than any is classic. Like, but still, I still anticipate this being a limited release. You know, something that they trademarked in the uh, in Europe uh, last week, I think. the uh, N64 classic. What? Dude, I'm totally in for that. Like the name, the trademark, Sounds the name. Awesome. Yeah, that would be super cool too. But all this is cool. Yeah. I just want one though. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and if you pair this with, like my frust- my big frustration with the Nintendo right now is pairing, pairing the release of these and how like limited they are mm-hmm. with the fact that there's no, um, there's no, uh, what is it? Switches? Yeah. Nope. nope. On the Switch, there's no classic games. What is what is the classic? Oh, the virtual console. That's there's what there's no call virtual it. console on yeah. the Nintendo Switch. That's frustrating to me. Yeah, I I I don't know, man. I, like that's that's a very strange one because it's like, man, if you could make this much money, you know, with uh, by selling these things just as in a single unit, yeah, couldn't you make the same amount of money, if not more, by selling them like game at a time on right. the Switch or whatever, you know, or even a big bundle like this, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. On to the Comic Con news, Chris. There's two specific trailers that I want to talk about. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with Justice League. Justice League! So Justice League had a new trailer. Yeah. It looked really cool. It looked really cool. Um, I'm uh, I'm excited for this movie. Yeah, like, I'm more excited for it than I thought I would be. I mean, after Wonder Woman, I was excited about it. Yeah. But then there was all the kind of, like, the news, you know, about, like, you know, uh, Joss Whedon coming in to finish up. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, reshoots and those things types of things. But And so, like, my my excitement was kind of, like, very much tempered at that point. Yeah. And so now, after watching the trailer, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm I'm excited for this again. It may not be, but... I feel like a lot, a lot of the humor that's probably in this, that's in this trailer, is possibly from Joss Whedon. Hmm, interesting. And his at his direction. Yeah, there's a couple of really good moments that like the Flash has in yeah. it, which is like a unique spin from, uh, from even like the television series. Like it's right. a very different kind of a, a Flash than we have over on CW or anything like that. Right. Um, but speaking of Flash, we found out this week um, or not or last week um, that there's going to be. They confirmed that the Flash movie will be Flashpoint. Nice. And that we will get a Wonder Woman 2. Flashpoint is a such a cool thing. Like, they did that on the uh, the CW show early in the season and like the reper- like repercussions of that have been felt all the way throughout all of the other shows even too, um, nice. which is interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see that in the movie form. Like the uh, the animated movie Flashpoint, which yeah. I think is still on Netflix. You should go check it out if it is. Um, it's very good. Super awesome. It's a, you know, the comic series was amazing. I tried to collect as many of them as I could yeah. afford at the time. <laughs> um, and uh, and it was it was super fun like there's some really unique stuff in there so i'm excited to see that in movie form and see what kind of easter eggs they bring in if they bring in frankenstein like wasn't there like a frankenstein and the (laughs) and the resistance like movement or something yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff with flashpoint (laughs) it was it was ridiculous and amazing um uh yeah so uh anyway uh the trailer um oh what i was gonna say was uh you mentioned joss whedon there's they're doing all these reshoots right now um there's been kind of a a lot of talk online about like how ridiculous it is. Uh, the reshoots have gone on for longer than they anticipated. Um, Henry Cavill is shooting Mission Impossible. What is this six now? Whatever the next Whatever. Mission Impossible would be. 
uh, he's shooting Mission Impossible, so he has a mustache for Mission Impossible. So they're, they're going to have to CGI out his mustache <laughs> in Justice it. League. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's wild. And like the, like the, this is my thing. It, it obviously like sucks on a personal level, you know, like for Zack Snyder, he had to leave. But I am, I'm honestly like, I'm excited about Joss Whedon. Like having the reins of this and finishing off this movie. Yeah. Um. I think I think uh, Snyder does a great job at world building, fantastic job of it. Um. I don't necessarily think he's always a great director and is, isn't isn't good at wrangling all that in. And yeah. I feel like Joss is. Like if when left to his own devices and the studio doesn't interfere, I think Joss is good at this. Yeah. Um. So it'll be fun to uh, to see. The end result of this. Yeah, I love. I love in the trailer like they led off with Wonder Woman. Like she was like the first yeah. thing, really first What's, action piece. It's that playing you see. off of the popularity of Wonder Woman for sure. Of course, but it was like it's it's wonderful in that way. I'm yeah. like, yes, yeah. let's more of this. You yes. know, it's because it, it it's an epic moment. And it well, feels, that's the thing. Like, really and I'm super like I'm still super excited for this. You know, Batman versus Superman was just kind of a a a mess. You didn't really get to yeah. like invest your time in any particular character and maybe in this you won't either who knows but um now that we've this is the thing the now like the the character that we have the most like backstory on now is um there's superman and wonder woman it'll be fun to see like how wonder woman fits into this team as she builds it with bruce i love the fact like they allude to in the trailer that there's still like the history where like Alfred references the penguin. Yeah. You know, like, so this is a, a more, an older, more grizzled kind of Batman. They mentioned the lanterns as well. They mentioned the lanterns, which is weird. We it's haven't talked weird... about them ever. Yeah. It's such this, a weird in this, thing. Uh, in this universe. Yeah. Cause like they had the green lantern movie, like from years and years ago, but that's not even tied to these at <laughs> no. all. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's, it's odd to bring up the lanterns right now. If you yeah. agreed, you know, if you're not planning on bringing that into this movie somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other the only thing that weird about this one, and then you called it out like while we're watching, but it's like the, some of the CG in it, yeah, looks really weird in the trailer. Like some of it, like yeah, certain moments, like with Aquaman coming down through the building and things like that, where it's like, man, I hope this is more like a Jurassic World situation where it's yeah. like the the CG like constantly will get better throughout yeah. the process because like even that like even a year out or even uh, a few months out mm-hmm. from Jurassic World the trailers that they would release it's like ooh I don't know about this CG but then by the end result you're like oh no it's it's fine yeah. like this looks looks good agreed um, yeah I don't really have anything else to say on that yeah I agree with that um, so Chris the other yeah. trailer oh my gosh John <laughs> this is probably my, like I've I've said before and I think we've talked about different trailers and I'm, I'm trying to remember one now. Like, there are some trailers I feel like are pieces of art, and this is a piece of art. The Stranger Things Season 2 trailer. Love it. <laughs> Looks amazing. Looks really good, dude. Um, like, not only does the story feel like it feels like Stranger Things, like, <sighs> there's so many things I want to say about this. The, uh, they're nailing the tone and the look again, the references, they're so, like, uh, they're so um, organic. Uh, the they use thriller in yep. the in the trailer and so cool. like the way it's just timed out is so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the imagery, like just like man, I I I want to see who's who's directing this stuff, but like it still looks like that was some of, one of the things with about Stranger Things. Like the, like they've nailed framing this up, like shooting this, making it look like you know a Spielberg esque. Thing. And it's just like, yeah. how are you doing this so well and nailing it consistently? This is yeah. ridiculous. 
I don't I don't even understand. Yeah. Um. But dude, like like everything that I'm seeing, like it feels like it might be darker in some ways. Um, yeah, the it, first one is really dark. I don't know because like it's just such a weird combo. Like the first one, whenever it originally came out, I started watching. It, like it's a, such a strange balance that they strike yeah. between like the super heavy, super dark stuff and the kind of like light, uh, you know, happy kind of stuff, or like yeah. or, or at least positive attitude or humor that sort of thing. Like they they infuse these two things in such a way that is so cool. Well, I'm ex- what I'm excited about is I'm excited about. Um, In the first season, they uh, they had to spend a lot of time like explaining, okay, what is the upside down? That's right, and how this works, yeah. and what's actually happening here, and that was part of the discovery process. And, and it was the a really slow reveal it. too, over multiple multiple episodes. Yeah, yeah, which I was cool with, you yeah. know, like because I mean it was very. But now we get to dive in deep and do go crazy. That's what I feel yeah. like. Like okay, now the the even the the nuttier stuff gets to happen. You know? Yeah, and I, I like that. Like, but it feels it feels like a natural escalation of everything. Like. Yeah. In this trailer, anyway, and because the first one, like you said, like it's a slow build, it feels very lost inspired, like from some of the pacing early on, where it's like, oh well, you know, let's let's reveal this one thing, you know, about this yeah, about I don't the know upside if down lost, in the episode, and then let's reveal the next thing, where it's like it took like an you know five or six episodes to really get into it. Um, yeah, you don't really understand the upside down until like episode five, right? You know, uh, and that was awesome. For a, a season one, but yeah. now it's like I feel like we're just gonna blow this open. The yeah. other thing that I found interesting was one of the you know the, uh, Will, the character Will, mm-hmm. like doesn't interact very much with anybody else in season one. Like right. I mean, but in in this, it seems like he's you know interacting with all sorts of characters, yeah. and so I like that idea that it's like, hey, there's things in this season two that we haven't seen before. Like it's yeah. not like just more of the same. It's gonna be different. Like at least a little bit of a different dynamic from between certain characters. Yeah. Well, that and I, like the other thing that I love about this is it looks like it's set around Halloween or part of it's set around Halloween, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. You know, like that's awesome for this, for this franchise to pull out hopefully some like Halloween esque tropes yeah. and horror movie kind of things. Yeah. Well, like they're dressed as ghostbusters at one point. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> so, so cool, cool dude. So fun. Oh my gosh. Super pumped for that. That's my pick of the week. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> pick of the week. Um, I don't even know. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought of something earlier that I was like, if I was going to do pick of the week, it would be that. Oh boy, was it not this? No. Oh no. Okay. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> was it news related? <laughs> I don't know. Hang on, I almost got it. I almost got it. It's my brain. <laughs> it was game related. The listeners are are listening to the wheels turn in your brain. Everybody, you know, there's there's there's. The small little Chris up there in your brain is like Was searching through related? all the file folders, throwing everything up in the air, saying, where is it? I had it a Was second it? ago. Was it game related? I don't know, Chris. Were we talking about games earlier? No, but I thought of it. Like either something's on sale or something's out. I mean, Splatoon is a, out. There's a pre-order. Oh, oh man. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to obsess over this. We'll go on to the next segment and I'll think about it. Well, that is the news. All right, Chris. Yeah. So, did you remember the pick of the week? No. What? Okay. So, we'll pick it some other week whenever you actually remember. Yep, when I remember it. <laughs> 
That's okay, Chris. So this week on the podcast, I was actually, so my birthday was recently, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was uh, I was chatting with a listener of the show, P- Patrick, and uh, and I like there was a picture and it had like some of my collection of things in it. Mm-hmm. And he asked, he said that, he, he basically said, you know, I would love to like come see all of your collection. He's like, mm-hmm. but what's your favorite thing in all of the collections? Specific record, a, a movie, like game, figure, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So... Thought we'd talk a little bit this week about some uh, some of our favorite things in our collections. I don't know if you want to like number, like do all oh, the top five, or if you want to do like, yeah. hey, here's the one, you know, that sort of no, thing. No, I think we but... can talk about several just in a in a conglomeration of things. Yeah. Um. So digging in, we collect a lot of things. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's go through that first. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, where where I think like. It all kind of started, like, I've always, like, read a lot of, we've always read a lot of books. So, it's, like, collecting books is always just, like, that's just a normal thing, right? right? I I don't necessarily, like, there isn't a moment where, like, I started collecting books. But, like, I have, like, we have lots of books. And we have lots of books that I enjoy, like, having that specific book of, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's, like, oh, here's the, the, uh, the Fantastic Beasts where to find them, like, book Mm -hmm. from, from J.R. or uh, from uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. There's, like, I have all of the specific edition of the, uh, the Bone uh, graphic novels, Um, having the, uh, specifically Rust, which you tweeted, you retweeted a uh, Royden Lepp tweet, which he's just finished inking. Yeah. The fourth volume of Rust, having those specific volumes of Rust, the hardback yeah. Rust ones, because they, which I, which, they I need, which I need to grab, right? Which they actually have like the releasing paperback ones, so I'm not no. sure how much longer you'll be able to find no. the hardback ones. I'm hoping that the fourth volume some. won't just just be in paperback. That would be, be very very unfortunate, but kind of up to the publisher on that. But I'm super excited for the fourth volume. I'm gra- glad I have those in the hardback. But it's like books, just in general. I feel like. They're just kind of a standard thing. I have the uh, some Doug Tenable sketchbook archives. I have volume one and two of that, um, which those are very exclusive. I think he only had like a, those on a Kickstarter, um, and so I was able to able to pick up both of those. Um, but yeah, so like books are just kind of like the standard. Going to your house, Chris. Like my my book uh, collection that you that I have here like pales in comparison to the uh, the book collection that you have in oh, your man. place. Um, I feel like you're always like there's always like a new book every time I go and it's like it's always something awesome. So um, whether or not like because like even my books, like I have some of these like that I haven't read yet, but it's like I have them and I collect them. Oh, S. That's the other one that I, yeah. I really enjoy book wise is like. So the, we, uh, we kind of got off course here, John. No. I'm we sorry. Were, we were going to run through the different things we collect. You're correct. So I'm saying, I'm, you've lost me. So and I'm not a listener who doesn't know your books. That's, okay. that's books one is of a the category. Things. That's a category. All right. <laughs> So records. Records. When did you start collecting records? Oh, as vinyl well? records. I mean, I started collecting vinyl records. I mean, it's probably been probably ten years ago now. And why? Like, what was that first one? Uh, oh man, probably over ten years ago. Honestly, yeah, dude. I mean, it's been. Like, we were in college whenever you were collecting vinyls. I mean, it was. It was before college. Like, right. I started collecting vinyls before college. Well, oh, maybe it was man. like end of high school. So probably college, like first year of college, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so, well, so what happened? Vinyl was, in St. Louis. Vintage that, vinyl in St. Louis. Yeah, that's where you, I used to buy all my stuff. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't remember what really got me into collecting records. I ended up getting. Um, an old record player. That's right. Whose was that? I don't remember. It was like it was. It was, it it was, was Grand- somebody. It was. It was. It was, that, was it Grandpa's or was it Tom's? Uncle I think Tom's. it was Uncle Tom's. Yeah, it was, like, it was Uncle Tom's or something like that. It was that Grandma and Grandpa's or maybe uh, something like that. Who knows? Yeah, it was but someone's. It was, it was out in the garage. 
You you took it. Took it. Cleaned it uh, up. Cleaned it up. Got it working again. Yeah. Um, because it was broken. Uh, needed some replacement parts, and uh, and so got that got that going. Um, and started buying vinyl records. Um, uh, and used it first, but then I kind of got into the like, okay, well they're actually releasing. That was kind of on the front edge of yeah. everyone releasing records on vinyl. That's right. Um, because I didn't even back in the day, like I remember Reliant K released my very first vinyl record was the Reliant K. Uh, seven inch. Mine. Um, well, mine wasn't the seven inch. Mine was the. Uh, it was a Ron K record, full one. But yeah, are you sure it wasn't because mine was the uh, vinyl countdown. No, it no, had no. Fire no. and Frenzy is dead or dying. Because I didn't get the. I, you got you got on board way before I did. Okay. Even even on that, like with vinyl. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, because mine was the uh, the one uh, with the flower on the front. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the. Uh, oh, losing mm-hmm. my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was my first vinyl ever. Yeah. Still in the package, actually, and it's hanging on my wall back at our parents' house. Nice. You should get that here. <laughs> I need to get that here. Um, yeah, so I collect vinyl records, um, pop figurines, or figurines in general. Yeah, we want to just, like, all those together. Yeah, like vinyl figures, or like, I mean, I guess I have like uh, Disney Infinity too, but I guess those are, you know, like the figures and yeah. that sort of thing. Like, And that, that all started with a Batman figure that I picked up. It was a, uh, a pop Batman, and I yeah. just was like, oh man, I love, you know, love Batman. So Pops... So I picked that up. Uh, Disney Infinity. Yeah, the uh, Disney we, Infinity figures. Um, any other kind of like Lego stuff? Yeah, see, like I have a few like small Lego Star Wars things. Yeah. Um, and I th- feel like those, like I relate more to the Star Wars collection side of me. <laughs> I've collected some some uh, cassette tapes. That's right. Um, We've talked about that on the show before. We, we collect comic books, obviously, oh, yeah. and graphic novels. Yeah. Uh, posters I kind of collect. Um, I've been doing that like... For a while now, I just I don't hang them up. I need which yeah. I need to. Yeah, yeah, I have a ton of like I just like I just bought a. You can freaking wallpaper your walls. I with know those I need things, to. Man. I just, I just bought um a twentieth uh, anniversary tour poster of uh, Newfound Glory. Whenever we saw them, that's awesome. It ended in Nashville at the show that we we went to, and it was it was huge. That's awesome. I also got a uh, what was it? What did it say? It was uh it was from whenever I saw Dashboard Confessional this year. Um, it said uh, something about. The emotional tour or something like that. I don't know. It yeah. was it was it was cool. Um so I kinda collect posters. You just collect keychains. I don't really Dude. collect keychains that much anymore. You... I like I I'll pick up so I we went to Washington DC recently and at the the Air and Space Museum they had yeah. two keychains and I was like, I have to have those. Yeah. Uh, and one was the space shuttle. Cool. It was like a di- uh cast iron space shuttle and the other one was like a I uh cast of the uh Apollo um rocket top of the rocket that's very cool um so that's awesome yeah yeah. like you back in uh back in the day when we were kids like every single like whatever you'd get a key like you would ask for a keychain for like every single place i went yeah you would you would pick up all sorts of crazy ones like my favorite one is probably you know like the uh, the little poppers like the the child's toys like fisher price like you get a kid like a popper where it's like got two wheels on it and it goes pop 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 Uh you had a miniature one of those still do but you have a miniature one of those and it actually works like with tiny little balls inside and pop 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 you know yeah very strange one um, but it's cool i recently like wanted to start collecting some stickers so this is my idea so i got some new luggage last year Mm. and i was like i'm taking it all these places um, I'm like, I'll just, I'm just gonna get a sticker at each place and slap it on the front, you know, like. Is it hard luggage or is it like hard? Soft? Okay, it's hard yeah, case. so it'll stick on there. This thing, every place I go, I can't find any stickers. Like I can't, like we went to San Antonio, 
looked for I, I didn't I didn't like go seek it out go like try to find a sticker store you know yeah. but like I looked in all the gift shops in the in the airports like just kind of everywhere and passing What's I'm like well they that? might have a sticker no stickers that's super weird because I feel like weird. I feel like that'd be an easy thing like it doesn't take much to store them they're yeah. probably super inexpensive yeah like why wouldn't a, a a shop in the airport sell those that's very strange yeah. but here's my philosophy just kind of regarding collecting yeah. Um, I think I used to, especially with comics, it used to be a pretty big, like I, for a while there, I was a, like a completionist. I'm like, I have yeah. to have everything. Yeah. Um, you just can't have everything. No, no, no. You can't have everything of anything. No. And, and there's not enough space to have everything. No, no space. And there's, no, and there's no reason just to have it, just to have it. That's kind of ridiculous. But right. what I like are, okay, collect the things that, um, uh, make you happy yep. or that you, um, relates to don't just collect it to yeah. collect it collect something that means something to you so like right. you know if there's a record store day for instance like whenever that comes out like i don't need every record on the planet and even if i don't get some of the ones i want i'm i'm okay with that right but like there are some records that i'm like man i'm so glad i have that you know like yeah. there's a mumford and sons live in a in in some kind of record store That's like right. vinyl that i'm super glad i got on record store day like i love listening to that album um, it's something you can't get anywhere else, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing. Uh, I love, um, there's, uh, what was I, th- there's a, there's like, just, it's, it's odd. It's like, I like what I like, but like, there's some, I have a kid's book on D-Day that I really, really like that I found in, I think the bookworm in, uh, Nashville right off of, um, what is that? What is that area? Right there by Fido. Across the oh, street from Fido oh, and everything. Oh, uh, 21st. 21st, on 21st yeah. Street, yeah. Um, Hillsborough Village, that's what it's called. So, wait, uh, Bookworm, or is it, uh, you mean Bookman? Yeah. Bookman, yeah, that's Bookman what it is. Bookman and Bookwoman? Bookwoman, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Um, so I got that there, picked that up. Love that shop. Um, I got some stuff at Hastings, not Hastings, uh, McKay's. McKay's, yeah, that's like always a some, good one. Some cool books at McKay's that I really like. It's always interesting, like with, with books specifically, like I like finding things in like McKay's or like something, you know, some small shops like that or uh, like Bookman and Bookwoman, like the, both of those, uh, those shops are really, really cool. Like, cause like you search through and it's like, they won't have the same thing every time, like right. twice or whatever. Cause right. and whatever you get is like the, like the only one a lot of times. Like yeah. it's like, Oh I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know about the, is this edition or like <laughs> whatever. Like, um, there's a lot of books, especially at McKay's, like that I've found where it's like, oh my gosh, like yeah. I need to, need, I want to get these now because you know I like this specific cover yeah. of a certain book or whatever. Um, very cool. So as far as like my things, like the things that I, I like to collect, as far as that goes, is like there's like Star Wars stuff, and it's like you know I'll, I'll yeah, they're different themes. Yeah, you know, and then as far as the things that I attach to, I'm the same way where it's like, oh, if I have an attachment to like oh Star Wars Rebels, so I want to have all of the plot. Yeah, you know, Star yeah. Wars Rebels, but it's like I don't just like go for all of the Star Wars pop figures, even you know. Right, it's like oh right. man, you know, there's even a couple that I have that I'm kind of like oh those aren't as important, and so it's like well they go in the back of the collection or whatever, just kind of fill yeah. it out and that sort of thing. But um, there was specifically for my birthday, there was a pop box that I didn't get it had the uh, Luke Skywalker in the speeder in it, mm. and you got you and Deeds got that for me for my birthday, yeah. and like that's that's an awesome one that uh, <laughs> that I that I love having because it's like it's just massive massive pop figure yeah. and uh it's very cool yeah i like that kind of stuff and I, and i also like whenever you know it comes to collecting things 
Um, I also like I can I try to remember like who gave me what. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I and I there are things that you know that I'm like man I wish I had that like for, for instance uh, I wish that you know like after the fact you're like oh man I wish I had one of those versions of the first Destiny with the ghost in it. Oh you man, know? Like, yeah. That disappoints me that I don't have that. Well, and it's like and there's no way of knowing. No, there's no time, way of knowing. You know? you know, but like it's kind of like well, do you take a risk on it? Do you take a chance on it? That's kind of like uh, why I, like I got the collector's edition of the Division. Yeah. For that. It has that watch yeah. and uh, and I was like and super, that journal that book the journal which is yeah. oh man the journal that's a cool piece that's the cool one yes oh uh, man I need to where did I put that see and that's the other thing is like with with those types of items like even that pop box like the 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 uh, yeah. the smuggler's bounty boxes like the blind boxes that yeah. you like you don't know what's in them until like right it's out or whatever and so like some of those it's like oh man I wish I would have gotten that one yeah. luckily now there are ways that you can kind of get the past boxes and right. stuff but like for certain things like that it's like man I never would have right. never would have uh, would have thought to get that you one know? of my one of my favorite pieces um, is the uh, it's a vinyl figure of Grandmaster Cartman or nice. Grand, Grand Wizard Cartman That's from right. uh, the Stick of Truth game yeah. it came with that I'm like I love that 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 piece that's that's a really cool thing to have yeah dude and like i mean things like that like that are exclusive with a specific game or with yeah. a specific thing like those are always really cool I, especially with games i like to have like a physical representation of like my enjoyment of it so like even even like shows and things that i like like star versus forces of evil there's a book over there where it's it's a it's a uh, star and marco uh star and marco's guide to the every dimension or something like that. Mm. And it's like, I got that for my birthday. I haven't read it yet, but it's like just having that book. It's a physical representation of the fact that I enjoy a certain show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same with, um, with the, uh, the journal from, um, Oh man, uh, from gravity falls. Like uh, I have yes. the, the journal, uh, from gravity falls. And so it's like cool things like that. Like there's just kind of something about having a physical thing, to be like, oh yeah. man, I enjoy that show, that game, yeah. that whatever, you know. Another thing I, f- I forgot, I kind of collect are old cameras, old uh, f- photo right. cameras, photographic cameras. That's right. Um, I have several old ones. Um, my mom actually just got somebody gave her an old camera for like to give to me, which is awesome. That's awesome. So it's like it's it's a known thing. Hey, if I have this old camera, yeah. like, give it to Chris. Yeah, and like I'll try to find film for it and take some photos. <laughs> it's like who knows if it'll turn out, but yeah. hey. It's well, cool. At least, at least you try. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so, okay. Now, kind of back to the original question. Having, like, a good general knowledge of how we got into collecting and, like, uh, what we kind of collect. Yeah. Let's talk favorite things. I mean, like, we've already kind of been doing that. We kind of have. But it's like, what's, the, like, do you have, like, a, like, top couple of things where you're like, oh, man, that's the thing. I don't know that I like. It's hard. It's hard to like quantify to put your finger on like specific things. Yeah. Um. That like and the categories are hard to like go into as well. Um. Like um. Man. I mean, I think I've already kind of talked about them. You know, like the things I've talked about and kind of called out. Are, yeah. Or what I, what I like. You know, like the 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 Cartman figurine, uh, the, those posters that I got most recently. You know. Yeah. Um. And my record collection, gosh, man, it's uh, that's a hard, it's hard one. Like, super hard. Um, you know, I, I mean, I I love any of the albums that I can just put on and just listen to all the way through. I love um, it's just like individual pieces. It's like it's not nothing special necessarily. I love the Interstellar soundtrack. Having that on vinyl is pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Anyways, and Heartbreak on vinyl, that's a great one to have. 
Um, a lot of that's tied to like like we have been saying like specific memories for me like the uh, yeah. the ones I have on my wall here like the the uh, Tumbleweed Connection yeah. by Elton John like that's an older version of it they actually have a re-release version of it that I love now that yeah. I got it has the booklet in it which yeah. is I've been struggling to find one with the booklet in it like a used <laughs> one with the booklet in it still um, but I, I love having that um, and then the uh, the Lights album yeah. Siberia like that album specifically was like released right whenever Catherine and I got married and so like we went to on our honeymoon we're, like nice. listen to that album like constantly and it's like it's yeah. it's tied like whenever i listen to that album i think i feel like i'm in san francisco yeah and so it's like having that on vinyl just just the fact of like hey it's on my wall like and i've listened to it and it's like all these things it's it's very very fun you know just yeah. to have that and to like look over yeah. and, oh it starts right there yeah um things that are hard to get like things that it's like oh i mean i, I searched forever to find xyz or whatever mm-hmm. like those are always uh fun to get as well mm-hmm. um you know and then things like the the uh the destiny book for me like the, oh yeah having the the kids book d is for yep. destiny like just the fact that, oh man i put so many hours into that game uh-huh. having the book that you know and the story behind that which we, we talked about on the podcast before yeah. is is kind of a cool thing uh yeah. that i enjoy having as well but yeah that's awesome man that's yeah, and awesome I, and i definitely love like um there's like two types of, of things I like to collect. There's like brand new things. And I'm like, I want it to be like perfect. And you know, like I don't want there to be a big scratch on the front or something like that. But then there's also yeah. like, I like older things that tell a story. So like even old records that are poppy and scratchy and like don't necessarily sound, you know, they're not high fidelity. They don't sound the best anymore. Right. But like, I love the idea that I'm listening to something that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, someone was listening to this exact same record and, the pops and scratches kind of tell the the story of this record. For sure, um, you know I have some records from, um, uh, like I think okay here's here's a good I have the planets Gustav Holtz the planets, and I don't even know what who was playing it, and it's on like this weird, um, super thick. It's like bigger <laughs> than hundred like the hundred eighty grams kind of like the the standard for vinyl now like mm-hmm. but it's super thick. It's like heavier than that, and mm. I don't even know. It's like it made out of this really brittle. Yeah, vinyl, and but I love that, and it's super scratchy and super poppy. But like, man, whenever you're listening to the planets on that sound, you're just like in it. Yeah, and that's something I love about vinyl. But that's something I love about collecting things. Like, it's an active kind of thing. It's not a passive, right? Kind of thing. It's like it makes the experience different, right? Um, you experience um music differently whenever you're actively listening and changing sides and all For that kind sure. of stuff. Um. Well, yeah. then the fact that like you say it's like it's something that you have to go out and get that, that kind of like backs up the whole like, hey, man, like the story behind getting it is yeah. something as well. Oh, like, yeah. like there was a comic, um, one of my my favorite probably comic that I have. Um, no, I mean, it's it's a Battlestar Galactica comic. Yeah. And it's like I didn't don't read Battlestar Galactica comics. Right. Yeah. But it was like the cover. It's a variant cover by Chris Eliopoulos. Mm-hmm. And it's like I love that show. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he did a cover for the thing. And it's, it's got uh, one of the characters sitting in yeah. one of the uh, the ships. But yeah. it's like it's as if it's a toy ship like, uh, you know, like the toy <laughs> horses outside of like Walmart where it's like you put yeah. it in the quarter and you ride it as a kid. Like it's it's that. That's awesome. And it's in, you know, Chrissy Lopez's style of, of, of art. Now, like, I couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't find that at the comic shop. Couldn't find it anywhere around this area. It was, like, you know, trying to trying to get that comic. But Catherine found it, like, from somebody online and, like, bought it for me and gave it to me for my birthday, whatever, yeah. that year. And that's, like, one of my favorite things in that collection. I still yeah. have, like, I need to get a frame mm-hmm. so I can put it up but because I love it so much. But, uh, but yeah, like, that that kind of story behind mm-hmm. it is is 
key to that comic. Cause again, I don't know that I didn't read that series of comics yeah. at the time, but, um, love the show and stuff. Yeah. Um, another one up there that Catherine got me this year for the birthday, uh, was the, uh, there's a menu from Trader Sam's, uh, from Disneyland. There's a restaurant up out at Trader Sam's and like they, uh, they have awesome menus. And while we were there, like back in November or whatever, it was just like, oh man, the, uh, you know, the, having one of these would be awesome. And so somehow she found a, found a menu <laughs> from someone and, uh, and gave that to me for my birthday. So it's like, it's, it's just fun to, to look at and to have these things and be like, oh man, I attached that to this specific memory or for yeah. to this specific thing. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I like collecting things. I, I mean, I, uh, I don't condone hoarding things. Um, I wish I had more space to collect things yeah. because I'm cramming things into like closets and stuff. Like, I, I need what I need is more more shelves, more bookshelves, so I can mm-hmm. put things out where I can see them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I, I love collecting things. I think I mean it's fun. Like it's it's yeah. There's just like part of the chase trying to find it like yeah. hey i've been looking for this for years and yeah. here, here it is you know like that kind of stuff is pretty cool yeah, and even if you don't find it eventually like it's still a, it's yeah. a fun time like looking for it and yeah. always kind of having that radar for for the thing that you've been looking for well and so. there's always like there's always like things in the back of my mind and like it all it all kind of sounds like this sh- you know should, should be fun like you don't, don't yeah. just collect things just collect things but of like course. you know like i'm kind of like well i'd love to start collecting like it'd be cool to collect like guitars or like old pianos oh, and like man. refurb them or do what, do crazy stuff with them. You know, talk like, about the storage space on those, man. I know. Well, you know what I it's mean? Awesome. You know, yeah. like there's always this kind of like, yeah. well, what could I do if I started collecting these, you yeah. know, or like, being yeah. in Nashville, it's always amazing wherever you walk into like, uh, you know, someone's, someone's home studio and they have like, hundreds of guitars up on the walls yeah. or whatever and it's just like wow this like, is amazing what? you know yeah and i think like that's the kind of uh you know it's like i i have never had like a desire to collect guitars but it's like man yeah. th- like whatever people collect like it's it's uh it's a thing like and they'll know every little thing about like something about yeah. every single one of these and have a story behind it and stuff so that's again like i think that that's that's what's most important to me about collecting is uh is the act of uh of the story and yeah. that sort of thing so without that it's just trash <laughs> and one person's trash is another person's collection. Yeah, so, true, you know, that's true. that's that's also there. <laughs> well, just think about the, the old cameras, man. It's like, oh, they probably would throw those away, but probably you collect them. Yeah. So, there you go. That's it for this week. So, next week, what are we doing? I don't know. Uh, let me look at the uh, let me look at the calendar. See if there's anything coming on. No, there's nothing nothing coming All out right, next so week. So, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll have an on location thing. Oh, that'd be we'll awesome. Start teasing that. Like we'll have to we'll have we to should. like start uh, start thinking through yep. some some of that. Yep. Uh, you can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And John Wright777. And at StandTargetPod, please go to your podcast service of choice and review us. Tell all your friends about us. Really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.